straight epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. You can learn more about straight epistemology at straightepistemology.com. Welcome to this discussion about street epistemology. Uh, if you would like to interact with us directly, please come to the Discord. You'll find a link down in the description. Uh, we don't have the live chat running on YouTube because we're not sophisticated enough to be able to run two different chats at once. So if you come to the street epistemology Discord, we're in the live show room. You can come there and talk to us. Today... My guest is Miles. He's a obstacle course runner. He's uh, a lab geek, and uh, uh, he's also used to be a Jehovah's Witness. Uh, yeah. So tell us, tell us more about yourself. This is your bio moment. Okay, so that that sums me up pretty good. I am total lab geek. Love science in every which way I can get. Uh, all about empirical evidence. <laughs> And uh, I was also a competitive obstacle course racer. I shouldn't say was, I still am. Um, even though there mm -hmm. weren't hardly any races last year, they all got canceled and most of them mm -hmm. are still getting canceled for uh, good reasons. They are finding a safe way to do it, but uh, it is a wonderful community of people with a lot of grit. And uh, mm -hmm. come join me anytime anyone here wants to come join me out on the course, wherever you're at, you okay. uh, let me know. But yeah, we'll have to figure out how, how they can contact you. Uh, I, yeah, I don't have contact information for you that, that to publish. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, hit me up on uh, Facebook, Miles Keller. Um, easy. There are okay. several Miles Kellers, but you'll recognize this mug. I got a Spartan band on. You'll see all the obstacle okay. course thing and, and fitness-related things. I don't really okay. – uh, that's how most people know me, so I don't actually yeah. post a lot of the SE stuff. And uh, I also, I almost wonder if that's advantageous to when I approach people in conversation. I have, I have a lot of our SE conversations in the gym, mm -hmm. uh, believe ah. it or not. So when we'll mention something, oh yeah, I'm so blessed this came through. Mm -hmm. hmm, really? How, that's interesting. Why do you, why do you think it was blessed? You know, and so it opens up these conversations mm -hmm. that happens a lot in the gym. Uh, but yeah. I, I was a Jehovah's Witness for 40 mm -hmm. years of my life. Wow. And, and, and what it is, if people call it a cult, and you very well, it is a cult. Uh, but you don't realize that growing up in it. And mm -hmm. while most non-denominational Christianity, these other religions are, are harmless, um, this is one of the religions that is directly uh, can harm people, uh, okay. whether it be emotional aspect through people have heard of maybe the shunning. Like mm -hmm. as soon as I started questioning things, you know, my, my family shunned me. Uh, Did they call you a PEMO? No, they don't know what that acronym means. <laughs> they, oh, okay. They, they, they don't I, I'm, I'm familiar with John Cedar, the John Cedar's channel, Lloyd Evidence, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, he taught me what uh, PIMO, uh, physically in, mentally out, meant, and I'm, I'm, I. So that's a 
is P so PIMO is a term that is not used in Jehovah's Witness circles, but used outside of Jehovah's Witness circles? Yeah, yes, exactly. They have no idea okay. what that means. So if you're a Jehovah's Witness and you so much as were watching the John Cedars channel or mm -hmm. anything that was criticizing or critical of the yes. Watchtower Kraken Society's information in any way and the, the doctrine and the beliefs, um, you could be deemed like an apostate. They will shun you. You're talking about losing wow. all your family because that religion also wants you to just hang out with other Jehovah's Witnesses. You just date other right. witnesses, marry other witnesses. Um, these are all your friends and family. So when you are shunned, it is it could be a severe consequence. Um, yeah. I was I was very fortunate due to the uh, the fitness industry and obstacle course racing that had a real strong mm -hmm. backing of uh, good friends outside of religion. Mm -hmm. And uh, and the reason I really come to the street epistemology is because usually the conversations with Jehovah's Witnesses have the lowest success rate for mm -hmm. uh, people that conduct SE. And I want to I want to experiment with a different way of approaching SE and the Socratic okay. method, um, where we are inputting evidence within the question. Now I know that sounds crazy because normally mm -hmm. we supply evidence, um, and you don't right, want to right. really that, that that pushes on our direct messaging standard of, of uh, and and I'm completely happy to push on our direct messaging standard. I. Uh, I, I think uh, zero direct messaging is really good when you're doing basic street epistemology when you're first getting started. And then once you can get to where you can consistently shoot all your messengers, uh, then you can move to the advanced step of every once in a while burning a little bit of rapport to put something in that's very effective. So interesting. The pine so Creek in my mind. It's a it's a it's a, a balance between the rapport and yeah. possibly implying some of that evidence. Um, yeah, it seems like the optimum is about one percent of the normal amount of direct messaging that we would have. It's just a tiny little sliver, a little Pine Creek uh, nudge. Okay, I'm referencing uh, Pine Creek Doug as as the guy who who's probably the most aggressive at direct messaging and still getting really good results out of street epistemology. Does he have a YouTube channel? I got to check that out. Yes. Pine Creek. Okay. Pine Creek. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll check that out. Pine Creek. Um, the kind of, the kind of questions I've been uh, supplying when I talk to other witnesses and it's a harder because usually they're out uh, doing what they call cart witnessing. You'll see them out in public with a little cart and the magazines. Yes. Talk to them because they're mm -hmm. not really going door to door right now. Um, yeah, it, you know if they're not out there, it's harder to come across because they will, you know, just look listening to this or listening to say John Cedars, the Lloyd Evans channel, right? They would uh, mm -hmm. could have grave consequences for them. Uh, so one of the questions I like to say, well, if it can be shown that it's highly improbable that it'd be difficult for Noah to get the animals from Antarctica and Australia. Okay. Um, would that would that shake your confidence at all? How do you how do you okay. feel about it? you know? So I yeah, that's I'm a good hypothetical. To, we like that. I'm trying to refine it. You know what I mean? See, like I'm inputting some of the evidence 
but also putting it in the question format and then trying to do it as gently as possible because these people have um, they have they have a perspective they have a a, a preconceived notion of that mm-hmm. uh, all of us are worldly sinners uh, you don't want to mm-hmm. be religious because you just want to sin uh, things of that you know mm-hmm. it's Satan using you uh, that's a that's yep. a big one no. everything is Satan's fault right and so it's what's wonderful about this Satan? Approach, yeah mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, coughing over here. <coughs> mm-hmm. Excuse me. So by a pro- by breaking down that preconceived notion right off the bat, by approaching mm-hmm. someone in a loving manner, calmly, and uh, mm-hmm. being open to change your position, it really helps break down that barrier. I truly believe this is the best way to reach people. Um, mm. the 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 debate method. I believe, which is what I originally first started learning. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's the method which I originally approached my parents with, with a bunch of, mm-hmm. hey, I've been reading the Bible for myself, and here's some contradictions that don't make sense to me. You know, wh- what, yeah. do you, what do you think? Can you help me? And it's all of a sudden, barriers come up, right? Um, yep. But, oh, uh, yeah. So do, big. Do you have any experience in that? What are your opinions yeah. on talking to women? Um, I don't have very much experience directly talking with Jehovah's Witnesses. I was a theist for about the first 40 years of my life. Um, I did use that debate method with my parents who were, uh, uh, staff in a missionary school. I mean, seriously, way into it. And, um, in a missionary school, so conservative in the Protestant zone that they were just as shunny as the Jehovah's Witnesses. It was quite extreme, quite an extreme wow. example. Uh, there was 10 years of my life where my mother wouldn't speak to me. It, interestingly enough, while I was still a theist, I was just the wrong kind of something theist. Oh, wow. That is hardcore. What was the, what was the factor that made her- Reset. I wonder if I'm back. Oh. Am I back in the room? I can't yeah, tell. I can... Oh, good. Yep, I'm here. I'm not sure. Yep, can you hear me? Okay. Yep, a little hiccup there. there. Um, no problem. Anthony in in chat mentions, I do wonder if Pine Creek style where he messages every once in a while is tolerated because of the venue that he's operating in. Uh, Yeah, he does a lot of his street epistemology on his YouTube channel and is inviting people in a very specific niche of of, uh, mostly theist apologetics and things like that. Um, So rapport works a little bit differently than a stranger you've never heard of just approached you on the street. So yeah, I would I agree with that. Uh, uh, yeah, and so Anthony's comment: video chat with observers. We should be cautious to think that it's instantly transferable to other venues. Yeah, I I'm I'm slowly working through that. Uh, obviously, on my show here on on the YouTube, that would be probably a different setup. I also do a lot of uh, SE practice on the Discord, and 
that's again a different a different venue with a different level of tolerance for direct messaging uh largely because the people in the practices are already familiar with each other and are already familiar with street epistemology so their defenses aren't nearly as high yeah uh okay yes yeah, so yes my parents um did did the shunnings and definitely had the defensives and uh uh, I went through an unusually long, angry atheist phase. My understanding is typically it's two to four years, and mine was maybe six, something like that. Hard to say exactly how long. Yeah, and now I'm very much not angry atheist. Very calm. That that reaches people so much better. You notice even like yeah. when you watch the debates, the angrier people get, as soon as they start getting really upset, you immediately know that, okay, they're just really uncomfortable because their argument's breaking down and they might be coming to the, the notion because that they're wrong because no one ever is just immediately, oh, I'm wrong. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a little bit of a process, right? So can you, can you tell me yeah, a little bit about yeah. your experience when you have talked to Jehovah's Witnesses, how that's... I, I can't recall having done street epistemology with a Jehovah's Witness. Okay. I I haven't had the opportunity. Um, they're not in the venues where I'm going when I sit down in the park. They don't sit down to talk with me, that kind of thing. And with with the way I'm set up, it's very much an opt in kind of thing. Somebody uh, I'm throwing up a poster that says, you know, I'll have a conversation. And those people that choose to sit down to have a conversation and be recorded because I've got cameras and things. Uh, are there? And my understanding is Jehovah's Witnesses in general aren't supposed to be recorded talking about their religion. Uh, there's, so there's, there's a real wall the there. Doctrine, there's nothing in the doctrine or belief about not being recorded. I think oh. they're just uneasy about it. And Grant, now you think about it. Yeah, I believe coming up to them and asking any of them uh, if you can record mm. it. So here's the conundrum, right? Us as street mm -hmm. epistemologists, we believe that is the moral correct thing to do. You want to make sure you have people's consent, right? You care yes. about that person's feelings and how they yeah. perceive it. You want to be as honest as possible coming into the conversation. But as soon as you ask, can I record this? Walls mm -hmm. come up. Oh, is this guy an apostate? Is this, what, yeah. what's this for? Um, they get nervous, you know. Uh, there's a bunch of different things. So that is that is quite the conundrum. Matter of fact, on the Lloyd Evans mm -hmm. channel, you'll see the only time I've seen him. I know he's a big fan of street epistemology. Um, they had mm -hmm. tried to apply his one time. He went to Disneyland, and he uh, and he recorded it from afar, um, and the conversation was good because um, mm. no barriers came up. I I believe it was a, a good conversation, but mm -hmm. so but it's also they're incentivized to talk to you know that they're all required to go out in the preaching service, right? Uh, per the mm -hmm. Bible, Jesus instructed yep. everyone to be fishermen of men, right? Yes. Fishers of men, yes. And so they're required so many hours. Um, it's not a set number of hours for everyone. There's, mm -hmm. there's auxiliary pioneers and full-time pioneers where these people could mm -hmm. be doing, uh, you know, 40 to 70 hours a, a month. Uh, but mm. most people, it's like, just get out when you can. Most people get out on Saturdays or Sundays. That's the people you normally see knocking on your door. Um, and so they are just trying to, you know, 
reach people uh, past what they believe to be the truth and a message. So mm-hmm. there should be lots of opportunity for us to do that. That's why uh, when, if I come across them, uh, come to my house, I will not divulge that I have uh, 40 years of being a Jehovah's Witness. I want to ah. come to it. It's a little dishonest, right? But uh, you don't I have want... to self-disclose up front. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Um, I know what you mean. I know why that could make some people feel uneasy. But I, but yeah, I wouldn't divulge because I want them to be as open to this conversation because they think I just, hey, I don't know about Jesus and I don't really understand the Bible and all the symbolisms and mm-hmm. analogies, the metaphors. Uh, so if I can if I can come into that with it, I can come in a, on a neutral ground. Um, I think that would mm-hmm. be, I think that'd be helpful. But the fact yeah. that um, – and also using the arguments against them. For anyone that does try and argue against the witnesses, the arguments like, mm-hmm. well, hey, about all the times that Jehovah's Witnesses uh, predicted the end of the world incorrectly. A yeah. bunch of times. Or, a oh, bunch oh, of times, yeah. yeah. Or the child abuse. 1914 scandal. and then, yeah, and so on. Yeah, all that. For them, as I know, is I, when I was, when I was a theist and when I was mm-hmm. a poet, I would say, well, that that's just that's just imperfect people. Those are a few bad apples as far as the um, mm-hmm. as the child abuse scandal. Say, okay, oh well, we have a, a better understanding of the scriptures now as far as the the, uh, the foretelling of events, right? The end of the Arma, mm-hmm. Armageddon and when the end would come. Uh, they have what they call a new light. Uh, we have a new light, mm-hmm. so definitely revising this and as long as you can use that excuse you can kind of change anything but sure. i don't want to attack their organization in order to get through to people and realize that they have faulty epistemology and that mm-hmm. the belief may indeed be inerrant because they believe the bible to be infallible and right in order to show it to be inerrant you have to attack the doctrine um and I say attack. In order to show it to be inerrant, I, I, I think I may have heard that backwards. Uh, do you mean in order to show its errors, you have to attack the doctrine? Yes, or, I'm sorry. I, I did say okay. inerrant. I apologize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, okay. we're trying to show that it's fallible. And, yes. um, and, and they, they believe it to be 100% correct. Whereas you'll find many other theists, right? They will tell mm-hmm. you, I don't believe the Bible to be 100% infallible. How could it be? It was translated through many different languages over men for sure. thousands of years. And um, those people are, those are the people we really love talking to because uh, they're more likely to reason and, and use logic. Okay. Right? Um, but, the, mm-hmm. but the people, but the witnesses, um, not so much. So, and I'm open to, please tell me if you have any, any other ideas uh, besides talk, attacking the, the belief system, the belief structure that we could mm-hmm. reach people. I, I, I don't have specific in, uh, experience with Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, especially. I have gotten a chance to talk to Mormons a good bit and lots and lots and lots of Protestants and Catholics. Um. Um, Jehovah's Witnesses are a black box to me because when I talk to them about 
just about anything. It just seems so no birthdays, no transfusions, no this, that. Uh, and I'm my my experience of of what they actually believe is ninety percent from Lloyd Evans. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I I don't actually have very much exposure. I I I lived. Uh, I first grew up uh, about five or six blocks from uh, a Jehovah's Witness church, and yet oh. don't know, just don't know much about it. Uh, they believe the end can't come until you. You, you preach to everyone. Everyone's heard and got a chance to hear the the, the, oh. truth, the good word. And yet you are right down the road and nothing. So. Yeah. Well, it, we were in a, we, we were in, in pretty much just as intense a uh, little cloister of, of nah, 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 I can't hear anybody uh, as, as I think they might've been. Um, so it's, it's hard to say. I believe I believe, by the way, you can go on JW.org and request a Bible. That might be okay. might be a good opportunity for you and a fun chance. I mean, worst case scenario. Okay, so I go to JW and request a Bible, and now I'm expect that I'm probably putting myself on a mailing list to get visited if I do that. No, no, no. no. You can request a Bible study for someone to come visit you. Okay, so uh, I'm, I am directly I, I asking somebody request... to come and talk to me. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you request a Bible itself and, and so, okay i i miss her i misheard you the first time you said it oh yeah i'm sorry um yeah there no is problem. there is a lot of um there is a lot of people that think that Jehovah's witnesses have their own bible and that's not true they have the the new world translation mm -hmm. is just a modern verbiage instead of thou shall not you know, um you should not okay it, it, it's just simply in in the verbiage so anyone's who's anyone who is uh, familiar with the bible um this is a, a good a good place to start. Uh, okay. Good way to talk to you, but what's their opinion that, on the King James? Um, they 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 will go with whatever Bible you have. As long okay. as long as it's the canonical Bible, they're for it. They if if any of them they are strongly urged not to uh, read any other outside information. So any of the non canonical books that you and me may have seen or read. Um, they're not mm -hmm. going to be versed in or willing to take with any gravity. Um, that's why I like okay. uh, just trying to use uh, rat logic and reasoning around yeah. why they believe this or that. So, it, you know, the blood transfusion issue comes from a scripture that has to do with not uh, eating blood. And that's right. been, that's twisted into not yeah that got that extended taken away yeah and, and so many people have died because of it. children have died um my mm -hmm. daughter had a heart surgery when she was six months old and this is while i was a theist and i remember telling them about our no blood transfusion and i'm very thankful that the state of, in the state of texas where i live mm -hmm. they uh they take custody of children until they're 18 so you don't actually get a say it's not that way in maybe the rest of the country or in other uh, or in other countries oh. as well. So I was very uh -huh. fortunate. I mean, she did get a blood transfusion. And uh, so the takes the state takes custody in Texas. Yes, sir. I mean, are you saying they takes custody in some sense of all children, or are you saying that in the case of uh, JWs they take custody? No medical procedures. What are we saying? No, no uh, uh. medical procedures. The people there were not familiar with Jehovah's Witnesses. So get this. They actually sent uh, 
a CPS, a child protective services officer, mm-hmm. went after we told them that to the house. And, you know, that was saw the okay. house that it's safe and it's a beautiful, clean house. And, uh, yeah. and then there's someone legal or someone must have got onto them because they came, they called us the next day apologizing mm-hmm. for a few because I think they realized that could possibly be a, a possible litigious situation. Um, oh, calling CPS. Yeah, I bet. But I would, um, I, <laughs> I hope CPS does get involved in you hear these situations that very well is hurting people. People are yeah. dying. People die yeah. from the cutting. People uh, get extremely depressed. You're talking about your all your family and friends. The yeah. structure of your life crumbling. And so people become family yeah. very depressed. This can lead to suicide. Things of grave I'm nature. familiar with shunning. Could you tell my audience uh, a few minutes so that they understand what shunning means in this context? Yeah, so shunning is when, let's say, when I started uh, questioning things. Matter of fact, I'll just tell you, I'll tell you my story. Mm-hmm. Uh, better, I'll yes. give you a perfect example. So I was married. I was married for 10 years. And mm-hmm. um, we didn't cheat on each other. We didn't uh, beat up on each other, anything like that. We just argued. It was one of those situations mm-hmm. where you're around someone where you're walking on eggshells all the time. And mm. it's not to be around and this just until you start like staying away from each other and then things deteriorate right and uh, i feel like that's mm. very common and a lot of long-standing visits um but anyway so we got divorced now there's only one grounds for divorce in the bible as i'm sure you're familiar mm. with the bible very well um is, I, I think that would be sexual infidelity yeah adultery fornication right mm-hmm. um and so and they also believe that it has to be proven uh, you have to have witnesses and you have to have some sort of proof at least you have to have people. at least two witnesses to their sexual infidelity so if they don't admit it you're pretty much screwed unless they're an exhibitionist yeah got it yeah. and yeah. so um we didn't cheat or beat on each other and and she uh, she filed for a divorce on me and i came to the situation well she kind of had me by the proverbial balls right mm-hmm. because i would not be allowed to remarry or date anyone else even though she's legally divorced right until someone commits adult uh, fornication or adultery has sex with someone else um you are still married in the eyes of the lord i see so that person can keep you hanging forever like she filed for a divorce on me Uh but she's just gonna keep it dangling there that i can't go i can't proceed with my life you know it's already horribly emotionally distraught that i don't get to see my children as often as i did every single right that's um you know that's like that's another common misconception that fathers don't love their children as much as mothers Uh, they they do Mm -hmm. love them as fully as much and so that's already hard as well and then she's dangling and so when i i started pointing that out like hey this doesn't make oh she she still had privileges in the congregation there is in, okay. in the witness we know what the say the new testament and everything says about women in the congregation and stuff like that these misogynistic right. don't, don't let don't let a woman be teaching a man and they should be quiet in church yeah paul, yeah, paul was paul paul was not very friendly to women mm-hmm. no <laughs> no he wasn't and so um 
she was still getting privileges and i'm like okay well she's done something wrong she's divorced me without grounds for divorce but she's still getting privileges that doesn't make sense biblical so what kind of privileges uh so she would i'm sorry i should i should have uh i should have explained that better the privileges being like she Mm -hmm. could give um they will they won't give talks on the podium they will give an example of like a, a pretend situation of being out in the service work talking to a householder so one sister in the congregation plays the 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 preacher right uh, talking to and the mm. other person plays the worldly person the preachy right and okay. so uh, they'll go they'll show these examples is what they'll do but it's considered a privilege you have to be in good standing in the congregation ah. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. So they're, they're careful not to put the female in a position of authority by putting them in front of a pulpit. Instead, they say, and here we're going to do a public role play. Yes. Is that right? Okay. Yes, that, exactly. Like that. Right. And then you can, always, you can comment, you can raise your hand and make answers at the meetings when, uh, you know, the, la- the latter part of a, a meeting uh, will have questions. They'll okay. read the watchtower and that every paragraph has a question. You can raise your hand and make a question. Well, anyways, mm-hmm. so that that was the first little hole in the paper, right? And then when you get mm. so many holes coming apart. Anyways, when I started questioning like that, people really withdraw, withdrew from me. Um, okay. And then when I brought these questions, when I start seeing, which I, I'm sad that I didn't see these issues beforehand. I do have mm. a background in science. Shame on me for for believing some of <laughs> <laughs> I, I hit my mom with the other day do you know what would happen to the earth if it stood still <laughs> in joshua the it says the sun stood still yes um, oh my yes conservation uh, of angular uh, momentum what <laughs> yeah yeah you know what would happen to the world if that happened right and so yeah. i uh, i i bring that up too it, it, anyway that started coming apart but anyway so people are uh, the elders want to protect the flock they see themselves as uh, shepherding the flock right mm-hmm. and so and you don't want any in the bible says bad association spoils useful habit is what the scripture says so you are they're urged to uh, not talk to you there's there is being reproved mm. that's like um, yeah. people can talk to you but they make a it could be a private or a public announcement that is saying hey this person has been reproved it's like, hey, heads okay. up, F- he's not the best association. I suppose you can still talk right. to him. And then uh, the next step is disfellowshipping, where they announce to you, okay. you know, so-and-so has been disfellowshipped. And that's always a really okay. awkward. Uh, but now you're talking and about- And I assume it. that means that they're they're not allowed to attend services. They're, and they're to be treated by anybody who is in good standing as uh, an apostate? something like that you can t- you can complete anyone can attend the meeting and a matter of fact the, okay. even a disfellowship person can attend the meeting yes sir uh ah, even okay they're they're not only can they attend they're encouraged to you see their mentality behind this shunning is that mm-hmm. they're doing the love they want you to see that you're wrong so you'll come back yeah uh, yeah. Also- yeah my father tried to redefine love for me a bunch of times when he was hitting me 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh-huh. What a Christian thing yeah, to do. I didn't accept his redefinition then. <laughs> <laughs> but what a Christian thing to do. And so, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so By the way, I'm not picking on my father specifically. My mother hit me a lot more than my father did. But go ahead. Oh yeah, no, no, no one cares about it when your mother hits you for some reason. I, my mom, my mom beat the heck out of me with her weapon of choice was uh, the spatulas. For one uh-huh. reason, she, she's Italian, and so it, it was no big deal. I've had, but I've I've got a hard butt now thanks to being uh, spanked by all the different spatulas, so <laughs> metal, wood, yeah. plastic, whatever. I got an iron butt now because of it. Uh, but th- so, anyways, to summarize the shunning, um, this is mm-hmm. where people can not only not talk to you, um, they can be disfellowshipped and be shunned yes. for family or not. Right. And when I hear, because my ex-wife is still a Jehovah's Witness, I hear yes. these stories of children that shun their own parents. And that scares the living hell out of me. That how, is the how biggest does that fear work? I have in if, if I'm unwilling well, to speak, uh, I, I'm assuming if I'm a child, if I'm a minor, if I'm that, uh, and and I shun my parents, how that, that goes against one of the Ten Commandments. Honor your father and mother? Yeah. I mean, how do I, how do I square that? You can't. Yet they're, they're mm. squaring that circle whole. <laughs> so yeah, now okay. if you live together, if you are a minor, it is different. Mm-hmm. You can deal with your parents. Um, that is different, but when you oh, okay. are old, so they ha- they have a specific rule for under eighteen and still living at home, that kind of thing. All right. Yeah, I understand what. And so, uh, but but yeah, the idea that my own children that I love more than my own life, mm-hmm. uh, I'll talk to me one day. Ter- is is horrific to me. Um, I think that's my biggest fear in life. I'll be honest with you. Um, and. Mm-hmm. and one of the big reasons I want people to only use uh, good epistemology and really examine every belief. Right now, I'm instilling in my daughter how to critically think. Uh, my my current fiance, she mm-hmm. she she's a Christian. She's in a, she's a nurse. She's an ICU nurse, and mm-hmm. she's Christian. And you know, she had the Christmas tree and all that stuff. I, I never mm-hmm. celebrate Christmas or any of that stuff. Um, and because of that, I don't really care about it now until <laughs> this day. Um, yeah. I still, I still kind of see, uh, I have, I've been logical and rational and looking at why the witnesses didn't celebrate some of the stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And so I still, I still don't celebrate it, but it makes her happy, whatever. She put up the tree, the lights, the whole 10 yards, whatever makes her happy. And my daughter was, uh, she, the fiance and her her daughters were making Christmas ornaments, and my daughter wanted to help. She goes, "Daddy, can I help?" I said, "Well, I tell you what, sweetheart, let's talk. A, let's talk about if it's good, if it's good or not. If you can or you cannot. Because I'm going to give you the facts. Here's mm-hmm. what the belief is per the Jehovah's Witnesses, and here's how everyone else sees it. I will love you either way, mm-hmm. but I want you to use critical thinking." I want you to decide. Please note, honey, that I'm never telling you what to do. I'm giving you the the facts and the knowledge to be able to make smart decisions on your own. Because I'm going to love you either way. 
and and mm-hmm. she did. She ended up making ornaments, and she ended up feeling guilty. It's more difficult for me before because when I show her something, uh, she's she's asked me. She asked me the other, Daddy, how come you don't? How come you don't? Uh, re- uh, you should read the Bible. How come you don't come to the meetings anymore? You should read the Bible. I'm like, mm-hmm. you want to read the Bible? Let's go read the Bible. Yeah, what let's do it. I'm all for that. <laughs> you, you know exactly where I'm going with this. So I said, hey, oh man, Exodus 21. And oh, I right said, for that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right, no, uh, sure. Right there. Sure. Right there. Genesis 1 1, where plants grow without sun, right? Um, sure. I went to her and I go, I go, you know, honey, is, well, I read it and I go, no, honey, is owning people wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, of course. Slavery is wrong, right? Okay, but mm-hmm. right here, it's not my words. Right here in the Bible, here's the directions on how to have a slave, yeah. whether you're Jewish or non-Jewish. And so she'll go, and that will that will shake her logic, you know. And she'll mm-hmm. go. Here's the challenge I face. She goes and she calls her mother, and and then her mother tell her, "Honey, that happened a long time ago." <laughs> Full stop. Mm-hmm. classic thought terminating cliche yeah Mm -hmm. and and so by really helping her use these critical thinking i'm 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 helping her um i'm inputting these critical thinking skills in in another way i'm fascinated also i know that's not the main uh topic that we're talking about today but the idea of using it is yes how do you use se to talk to people it's critical thinking it's all the way down go for it my daughter the other day she had to redo her math test that she failed okay uh, she got a chance okay. to do it and she's like oh i'm so dumb i'm so stupid she was it was all this mm-hmm. part of a uh, horrible self-talk and i said you know honey let's i tell you what let's talk about that why do you think you're stupid or dumb she and, and she denied saying it at first i'm like no you definitely said that why is it possible for someone to be really smart at something, but still have mm-hmm. still have trouble with math. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah. So okay, honey, then why why do you think you're dumb then? And she she goes silent for a couple of minutes, and she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right, daddy. Uh, you're right, daddy. I, I I I recorded that. I'm still trying to figure out how to use Discord. I want to post the video, um, hmm. but maybe it could possibly be used as a yeah. Talk, talk to my producer. He knows this stuff really well. <laughs> yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Are we inviting him in by voice or video or text? How are we doing this? Okay. Okay. And I'm, I'm uh, all yours if you want. About another fi- 10 or 15 minutes is is my plan, and I'm flexible. Um, yeah, so, uh, the, so your, your daughter uh, believes that there's an exception to the rule that if you're bad at math, that doesn't mean that you're necessarily generally dumb, uh, and maybe even that bad at math might be something that happens in the moment. I know yeah. I, I'm actually really good at math, and I still make arithmetic errors one in twenty. I have to check my work. I'm not. I'm not perfect in any way regarding that. 
but have you know question for you have you tried using this method with any of the kids because i you know the the newer generation sometimes they have a lot of negative thoughts and it might be a good way to talk to them about that and mm. talk them out of negative thoughts i don't think we've tried this method with children mm. Mm. um publicly i don't engage children in street epistemology except uh, in on the rare occasion that their parents are enthusiastically encouraging it in the moment uh in terms of um like my own my own relatives sure happy to do that uh SEs or, or i should say coming at things from a neutral perspective and then asking epistemological questions is kind of a mode that i'm i'm in these days and uh, I I don't really turn that off, uh, uh, like it, that. It kind of so. reminds me of uh, Mino's dialogue. Are you familiar with yeah. uh, Socrates' yeah. Mino's dialogue? And uh, that yeah. was, I believe, a child that he was talking to. And so Mino was a right. child. Well, he was a slave. I think he was a young slave. Oh. Could have been a child. Okay. I, I yeah, I, wrong, I didn't. But I know he was a slave. I, I, I've I've only read the dialogue. I haven't uh, I, I haven't gotten the context of it. I'll verify that the dialogue on. about whether or not people ever desire anything that is bad. Is that the one? Uh, I think it it has to do a little bit about virtue. But basically, he teaches the kid that he can do arithmetic or he can do geometry by drawing mm. the square and showing that twice the the area of the square by using lines. And, and okay. the man that has not been taught geometry, that he does actually have that knowledge. Um, mm. There's different ways to look at these dialogues. It, it, it's interesting, but you know, obviously, we're extremely fascinated by anything Socratic, right? So, but yeah, I uh, want yeah. to continue yeah. to use that. Uh, and, he, and I think yeah. my daughter uh, sometimes has negative feelings. I mean, as I guess as we all do, um, this is almost like a superpower because uh, you know, I, I think we all get. At least I do. I get a negative feelings during once in a while. I'm like, wait a second. I'm being irrational. That's an appeal to mm. emotion. Or, you know, you start using uh, logical fallacies yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you have a hard conversation, a hard SE conversation with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know mature grownups who have the same failing of um, seeing one example of an error and then generalizing it to their own personal failure or their own it, it becomes an identity thing uh it, it's it's sad yeah and yeah so, I, I i speak to them and say all right so here's the example of here here's the ratio of the fails the non-fails and then here let's find somebody else who has a similar ratio and see if you have that same opinion about them are you as tough on anybody else as you are on yourself that kind of thing yeah Hello, Anthony. Welcome in. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. I'm not there sure if I'm talk if I'm talk to talk to voice or talk to. Can you guys hear me now? I hear you. I hear oh, me, good. Anthony. Okay. Uh, maybe I can get my video going too. Cool. Let's see. Let's see if this works. Oh, okay. No worries, no worries. Uh, I didn't want to interrupt your conversation because it's really fascinating. And I'm glad mm -hmm. that you two are talking and about this topic. I think it's great. There's not a lot of examples where we're using 
street epistemology with Jehovah's Witnesses. So I think it's a very important talk. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to share the, a, a situation that I had about a year ago in Portland. I was out doing some SE on a campus, and there was a JW mm -hmm. cart about 15 feet away from me. And I smiled at them and waved, and they never really came over. I started doing some interviews with students and people walking by. And then eventually, one of the people ended up walking over to me to wonder about what I was doing. And I had my camera going, was pointed at the ground, but I was recording the audio. And it ended up turning into a conversation where I was exploring her view that Jehovah was real and that the book is true and all this other stuff. I didn't mm -hmm. think about getting consent to record. And then she walked back to the cart, started whispering. One of the, I think the other individual at the cart, it was a guy, they started whispering together. And I think he was pointing out to her that I was recording that conversation, likely. Mm -hmm. So she immediately came right back over to me and she asked if I had recorded it. And I said, I was, and I apologized mm -hmm. for not letting her know that I was. And she became very mm -hmm. upset, asked me to never use the footage, and she chastised me for recording her without her mm -hmm. permission, which uh, that's, a, that's a fair complaint. But it's unfortunate because there aren't a lot of examples of people using SE with Jehovah's Witnesses. So mm -hmm. the most that I can do with that conversation is use it as a cautionary tale that uh, it seems like J JWs are very skittish about being recorded, which is what you've talked about. Mm -hmm. So we don't have a lot of examples using it, but I can tell you, the conversation that I had with them wasn't any different, really, as far as I can tell, than any other conversation that I had with a theist, other than the pressure that they probably got for discussing their views publicly with somebody. And I think that mm. is that might be the biggest thing about JWs is this this pressure that you get to to not talk to the others or be very cautious about sharing your views, which is a little odd because they're out there to share their views anyways. However, in this instance, they were worried about it. So mm -hmm. maybe you could talk a little bit about what you what your thoughts are on that. And and uh, but I, you're having such great chats about using this with kids and so forth. I didn't want to throw you off, but but uh, that, mm -hmm. I wanted to share that story. That's about the best that I can do with that example is to share it as a as a learning experience, perhaps. Yeah, okay. thank, thank, thank you, Anthony, for helping put me back on that thought track. He's absolutely right. It's because of that that these that will that's hard for us to practice it and to see other people practicing it because we can't record it mm -hmm. because the likelihood of us recording this is very small uh in these right. conversations if you can come to it um it, just asking very questions like uh come to it like you've never heard of jesus you don't know yeah. you don't you don't know you really want you really want to know the truth uh then it it kind of brings the it brings the barrier down yeah, as soon as they saw him with a camera on the campus talking to people, all these preconceived notions of what they've been told are is popping up in their head. So it's mm -hmm. how to be as inc inconspicuous as possible uh, to start these dialogues. Um, it is when it, we're fortunate that they are, they do want to talk. He's absolutely right. Um, they, like I said, they are trying to get so many hours out in the service. If you're not getting mm -hmm. any hour in the service work, you become what's called inactive. And that's mm -hmm. very frowned upon that can affect you getting privileges in the congregation. Um, yep. you know, if, if you're, if you're a married woman in the congregation, 
you uh, you don't want your husband to be inactive. You want your husband to be in a, a good example of a witness, a good example mm. of a Christian, exemplary. So like he said, there is uh, pressure within to make sure mm-hmm. they're preaching. So they're out there, they're talking to people. And our best chance is having these discourses like we're having right now um, mm-hmm. about because you will only have these conversations in private with them. But it's, once mm. again, not attacking the Watchtower Track Society, not attacking JW.org, but questioning the actual belief system. Um, okay. You know, so it, could you give me a top five of things that are in the actual belief system that if I were going to go talk to a JW, I should uh, uh, have in mind? And by the way, should I refer to them as JWs? Like, for example, if I'm referring to somebody who's in the LDS, I shouldn't call them a Mormon this year uh, because that, that name isn't, isn't kind in the moment for some reason. Uh, uh, is, is JW a kind term for Jehovah's Witness? Um, I think if you're referring to the organization, the JW organization, I guess you could say it like that. But I would always use their name. And okay. When, Say when the long way. Yeah, yeah. Just the long way, just so that you, um, once again, to go back to your rapport, um, to mm-hmm. building building that rapport, and so you're trying to stop that that wall from coming up because it comes up so easily. Uh, mm-hmm. the top five. Oh, man. Yeah. So the name of the person, no. get their name and okay. use their name. Yeah. yeah. Um, they they have titles within the organization like elders and uh, ministerial servants mm-hmm. and publishers and pioneers like we talked about these are all uh, these are all labels but yeah using their name would be the best way the top five I have not I don't have a top five I mean the blood the blood thing is good I would okay. I would love to have the conversation that is going to be the next thing I do and show in the scriptures. I'm curious. I heard that the witnesses um, are against blood transfusion. Can you can you tell me why? And then mm-hmm. they're for you know, oh well for this and that. the The only other reason they'll give, other than referring to the uh, back to the scriptures, is uh, mm-hmm. maybe people have gotten sick. Like a, no joke, my my uncle got AIDS from a blood transfusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uncle was not a Jehovah's Witness. Uh, that that happened, and so that's a valid, mm-hmm. a valid claim. Uh, why not to sure. get a blood transfusion? Uh, but that in any way you can ask them a question. Like, hey man, I'm so confused as to the, the story. Sounds so wild. The talking donkey. Um, yeah, I heard there's a story, and then when they tell you the story of on the on the trail there where he has the yep. vision, right? You can Balaam's say donkey well, in the in the angel, yeah. Yeah, you say, notice he's not surprised that donkey's talking to him. Do you think that sounds realistic? And when you mm-hmm. break this, just like the rest of all our SE epistemology, it'll get back down to faith. It'll get back down to faith. And then which then you, you ask, hey, is that a, if we can come to multiple conclusions by using mm-hmm. faith, is it a reliable means by which to come yeah. to a true conclusion? And And that's where... A matter of fact, I'll post the picture later on. I had the last conversation. I texted my, I texted my mother last week, and I mm-hmm. just gave her a fair heads up. Hey, mom, FYI, I love you. 
but uh, I'm not going back to the meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've given you lots of questions that you can't answer. I would love to be, trust me, I would love to get my 40. <laughs> no, I didn't waste 40 years of my life believing something to not be true. Um, mm-hmm. That's a long time to believe that. I love to be true. She goes, you, you just have to have faith. And then I said, and then I told her exactly what I said about faith. And she goes, shut up. You're stupid. <laughs> you'll, oh. you'll yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the defensive oh, mechanism. Someone knows they don't have good, they don't get a good footing to stand on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but that, that's why I want to, you got to start poking small holes. In, yeah. in the doctor. Shut up, and shut up you're stupid people. was what my mother told me when I said, uh, but in Isaiah, that word that you're calling virgin was young woman. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, shut up, you're stupid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thanks. All right. <laughs> it's not taught the, Moving it's not on. Taught the translations. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, hopefully the question of whether Ama is uh, a young vir- young woman or virgin or something is a lot less important than whether or not you should have faith. It seems like they're different layers of of the thing. Yeah, they don't correlate. They don't correlate. So it, it, but I, I implore everyone here to when you do get a chance, please talk to them because there's people okay. that die from blood transmission. There are people that kill themselves because of the shunning. There are people that have okay. been thrown out, you know, homeless from their, their mm-hmm. homes because of this. Marriages end all the time uh, yeah. because of it. And I'll simply. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. SFK says they're dying of not getting blood transfusions, not because they got them, but because they refused them. Yeah. I'm sorry. By far the majority of the time, I didn't. I misspoke there. Yeah, um, yeah, that that's totally fine. Okay, so um, if I get any chance to speak to a JW, I will definitely take a, take them up on it. Uh, it's good to keep in mind that uh, shunning and blood transfusions are the ways, at least for Miles, you think that that's some of their most harmful components. Uh, I'm certainly well motivated to speak to JWs in either case, and and yeah, uh, them doing harm or as an organization does seem to be a really good reason. And we didn't even get into uh, Australia. Uh, yeah, with that. there's there's um, there's a kerfuffle uh, in Australia, but in any case, we're we're not we're not attacking the organization here directly. Uh, or right else. In that instance, by the way, real briefly, it, that they can just say, mm-hmm. "Well, that's a, those men in Australia. Those are a few bad apples. Those people that uh, conducted the, the child sure. abuse that was it was hidden. They will never hold that against the women. That is some bad people. That's why we got to attack sure. the the belief itself, because the people you can just theists all around will just say they're imperfect. They're imperfect yeah. and, and and they're sinners, and we all sin, and they'll brush it off like that. But I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, the reasons the reasons that are very impactful with people who are not in the organization seem very unimpactful to the people inside, and that part's interesting. It's interesting that the standards are just so wildly different. Um, I also hear the same kind of argument uh, with the Catholic Church and their scandals. Uh, and and just to be fair, 
I see just as much scandal in Southern Baptist and in a whole bunch of other uh, in Muslim communities and various other things. I, I see the theist community having just a really huge problem with um, something like asking somebody to be celibate and then putting them together with everybody's children and making them a trusted something, something. I, I think there's a systemic problem there uh, in the way that the leadership deal with the children uh, in most theological organizations, but that's just my own opinion. <laughs> Oh, I absolutely agree. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for this. I'd I'd like to uh uh I'd like to have lots of this conversation and perhaps uh if anybody gets a chance to speak with JWs and gets any particular insight, please come and join us on the Street Epistemology Discord. Uh there's it, it, here's a, a way to get there, and also there's a nice link down in the description so you don't have to try to pause and point your phone at your phone or something to see this but please come to the street epistemology discord we would love to uh uh love to learn from you learn with you as we go uh we have regular practices on the weekends and uh uh also throughout the week we we are there's four thousand people probably willing to talk to you not all of them not all of them willing to talk to you there's a lot of lurkers that's okay uh and uh yes please since we and i'm audible on youtube i think uh since we mentioned blood transfusions i donated blood recently mm -hmm. and i think i'm due for our next one because of covid there has been mm -hmm. a drop in blood donations so if you have donated mm -hmm. blood before or if if you haven't and you don't and and you can please uh go donate because of the fear of COVID and people isolating, there, there's been shortages in a few blood banks. Maybe you can check with your local blood mm -hmm. bank, but keep that in mind. People need the blood. Absolutely. Mm. Well, I think they won't let me. If I'm, if I'm honest about my sexuality, I think they won't take my blood. Hmm. Oh, did we lose them? Oh no, we lost them. Okay. The back. There you yeah, go. Yeah, Dolly, I, I know you give 100% to everything you do. That doesn't apply to blood donation. Right. right. Only, you can only have 5% uh, at a time. That's it. <laughs> no more than that. Or or whatever that fraction is. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, Actually, now I'm thinking it's one part in 12. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't need to think about the arithmetic of that. Thank you, Miles. Uh, thank you for your input on how to do uh, SE with JWs. And I look forward to any further uh, input and feedback you have, especially especially experiences uh, of, of actually doing it. Obviously, recordings are an issue. And we don't want to not do SE just because we can't get a recording of it because... Uh, it's it's as much for the person we're talking to as it is for sharing how to do the thing. Absolutely. All right. Is there anything else you'd like to uh, share with the audience before I do the outro? Everyone go to that JW.org and request a Bible study. Get someone to come to your oh. house so you can, you can have these conversations. Everyone do this. And just know that most well, people... Yeah. Uh, before COVID, maybe just on the phone, which is okay. That's fine. Yes, I'm sorry. On the I'm phone sorry. would be okay. 
yeah they they yeah, use yeah. the various streaming uh deals but um yeah that's a great yeah, way to they do. can't Just they that. can't come to my boat unless they have a boat so no they can't come here they're not allowed i uh, th this boat is on a dock that doesn't have any connection to land you have to use a boat to get to this dock so i'll have to do it on the phone sounds <laughs> peaceful it is it's very peaceful i got my birds i got my cat and uh and and i got my family okay uh, so if you are very interested in this means of streetepistemology.com this method of conversation to influence people's beliefs to cause them perhaps to do an audit of their own understanding of their beliefs that's a cool thing go to streetepistemology.com they're brought to you by street epistemology international the same people who bring you the se podcast uh for if you prefer your street epistemology in audio form here are five of my favorite street epistemology related channels you'll notice pine creek is there in the second slot from the left uh, uh all of these people are heroes of mine thank you for joining us for this discussion about street epistemology the discussion continues on the discord and if you would like to be a guest on my show on any topic around SE or doing SE, demonstrating, learning it, however that works. I look forward to hearing from you. Thank you very much. The Street Epistemology Podcast is a production of Street Epistemology International. You can donate or learn more about this nonprofit organization at streetepistemologyinternational.org. The views, guests, and topics expressed here, or not expressed here, do not necessarily represent those of the organization.